0: to a special episode of the Rediscover the 80s podcast. Uh, Jason here is one of your hosts and also joining me is Wyatt.
1: Hey, greetings. How are you doing, Jason?
0: I'm doing well. How are you, sir?
1: Doing well. Everything's going well and you can hear the kids playing in the background. (laughs) Which means that's a good thing. They're all calm and actually playing with something versus screaming at each other or on the screen time.
0: Well, like I said pre-show, this might be good for some background noise and excitement uh, as we are going to do something a little bit different this year for retrocon if you've followed us for several years we typically do a retrocon wrap-up show after we have visited the wonderful con in oaks pa and we'll tell you about who we met and what kind of goodies we found and just our overall experience with the show some of our friends that we might have uh, met there And uh, circumstances have happened this year that uh, some personal things have come up and we're just not going to be able to make it uh, to RetroCon this year. But uh, as a substitution of uh, covering the show, we are going to preview the show for you guys out there that might be interested in going. Maybe you're uh, close enough to Philadelphia that you can put a couple of hours of drive in and, and go to the show. And uh, we're going to tell you all about it and just, you know, why that would be a, a fun trip. Because we've enjoyed it for several years, and I kind of hate that we can't make it this year. But I think this is their 10th year, and what, we've been to maybe five of those?
1: Yeah, we've been there, we skipped a year, so 2015 and 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. So yeah, actually, I think six total.
0: Yeah, we started in twenty fifteen. There wasn't a show in COVID year, so
1: that's right. So five.
0: It's five or six. Yeah,
1: we're down to five because we didn't go COVID year.
0: Right. Yeah, we missed that year. We might. I think we missed a year too when uh, you had your Disney vacation.
1: You're Uh, never gonna let me that let that down, (laughs) are you? No, no. (laughs) I
0: should have went without you. No. You should have.
1: That's how I feel with this one. Because, man, there's some good lineups here.
0: Well, you, if you can go, more power to you. But, uh, yeah, we're actually planning a another trip ourselves up to our hometown to uh, take care of some personal things. But uh, it's just been a fun show. I'm so glad we made that first trek. And it was mainly out of uh, an invitation to be on a panel for – masks uh 30th anniversary Uh, since we were part of agents of mask and uh part of the mask fan community we were invited to go to this panel and we had uh voice actor doug stone on hand and our friend bill ferris from Mm -hmm. tracker.com was there and that was such an awesome show and that was kind of our gateway drug into retrocon
1: if you want to call it that, yes. So it was, we've recounted it over and over throughout our podcasts, but I don't believe we can still compare any other RetroCon visit to that one. And it's, I think, more so because, uh, like Jason said, it wasn't so much that we were invited to do a panel as we were just dipping our toes into the water with Agents of Mask and, you know, we love mask as it is, but mm-hmm. we were new on the street compared to Eric Tuki and Bill Ferris and um, Albert Pineo, who seemed to be the encyclopedia, if you will, of mask. So when we were invited, we didn't actually know initially that Doug Stone was invited. Mm-hmm. We were already on the, wow, we got invited. Jeez, we're just new kids on the blocks. No pun intended on mask and we got invited okay cool it wasn't a day or two later we learned that doug stone was then invited Mm -hmm. like oh oh how are we going to do this we're going to have to do the wayne's world we're not worthy you know that kind of thing but then it it catapulted we just got there and we were friendly with him and he was very i mean he acted like he had known us for you know four, five, six years. And Jason went a step further. He had no idea what Doug would do, but he brought in, I don't know how many, but he brought in kind of a autographed 8x10 glossy type stuff of his work for Mask, and Doug literally even said, I've never been to a retrocon or any type of comic con of any type. I've always been scared off because I've heard friends and it's the paparazzi and all that. So he loved that he was very reclusive and no one knew really who he was. You know, you walk down the street, you have no idea who he is. So he thought he'd dip the toe in the water and see what happens. If he liked it, great. If not, well, he'd go back to his hermit cave and, you know, call it good. Or Boulder Hill in our instance. But Again, he didn't. He had no nothing planned. He just showed up, so he didn't know what to do, what to bring, anything but
0: anything to sign. Nothing, Uh, and that's what I offered, using uh, just some artwork that I pulled from other places and put into a picture. I think Bill helped me uh, in Photoshop, kind of make it look really (laughs) professional, and left the space at the bottom. (laughs) basically it's all all the characters that he voiced in mask right and there was a space at the bottom for him to sign so i can't remember how many copies i brought maybe a hundred and,
1: and he the, was uh, just floored because it was uh, yeah. something he didn't know he needed to bring you know he was just was not prepared yeah. and he was just elated with how jason brought that up you know and we We offered to be around if he needed us. So, you know, we
0: were his kind of handlers for a while.
1: (laughs) We were, we kind of felt like his general managers in a way. And uh, we were, we were both, I'll tell you, it was that awe, you know, we've never really, to my knowledge, we've never met a true celebrity in any form or fashion. I mean, we've seen people like in a distance and I'm talking like at concerts, you know, you and I saw Phil Collins, we were, you know, at the other end of the 30-yard line when we saw phil collins you know that that's as close as we got to someone but here we are standing toe-to-toe with doug stone voice actor extraordinaire and we're like it it, it was more than cool there's no word we could describe and he was just hey guys how you doing oh yeah how's how's it going yeah we're having a great time with our our cat uh society and that he does and i'm like yeah. dude this guy is so real yeah so down and col- earth uh, and varies
0: a of, i'm not saying a lot i'll say some people are are not that personable and are there just to you know make the money off their name and that, that's perfectly fine but it's such a more just on a human being level mm-hmm. exactly when, when they're friendly and you know treat you like they've known you for years So, and just the overall experience of RetroCon, just being there, seeing all the vendors, and I was just overwhelmed with how much nostalgia was there. It's just booked into these two days. And I think that's a lot with why we keep going back each year. It's just the setup and...
1: The nostalgia really is there.
0: And just being able to turn that over each year into something new almost. You still have the setting, but you also have new stuff to experience.
1: Exactly. And we've said it before in our previous experiences, you know, we can generalize as we go through, we can see that there was a theme. We call it a theme. There really is no theme, but you know, you get the, there's more Gobot stuff one year than you, than you have seen in a while. Then it's more, right. The vendors change the, the, well, when we were there there was a guy selling like what seemed to be oodles of and i'm talking 2015 there was the genesis the second genesis the nintendos the super nintendos and they had i would say 20 boxes of each something like that i haven't seen the guy since so i don't know what ever happened to him mm-hmm. but i'm like man i need to get there so maybe i can get a, a better working nintendo to replace mine uh but things like that there's always the game guy that we see but again we say we see a theme but it still overwhelms us because even though we see the same guy uh star wars people at the front uh for years we saw v they haven't been there the last couple years uh you see the gi joe set up you see well when we got there 2015 we had the ghostbuster cars outside and inside there was one inside and the crew was all inside it's dumb it's it's dwindled down rather since then but you still got the arcade corner where it's free arcade you know just having fun you uh, he, tony and his team bring in the guests that astound us you know for us 2015 was the starter so it was really just voice actors for us so we got Dugstone, which that was like we've already described and almost taken over like the first 20 minutes of our <laughs> podcast you know that was such a high we couldn't it's like do we dare? Go to Larry Kenny. I mean, really? But Wait, there's Larry Kenny. Linos right here. Sorry, dog. I need a five-minute break. You know, that's how we felt. Oh, God, at least I felt. Yeah. You know, but to go see Larry Kenny and the Micro Machine guy.
0: Oh, yeah. We had a great conversation with him. Oh, yes.
1: And, and you know, we were just on a high with that. And then Tony had his own DeLorean Back to the Future mock-up. You know, we both got to sit and make our boasts poster impression with the surprise look as we're getting in the car you got bill and ted's phone booth which seems to be a staple there it's just that kind of stuff and then it like i said every year something changes and when we got there was it 2017 when the a-team well two of the four a-team came to visit 17 or
0: 18 yeah yeah this
1: you got dwight schultz and dirk benedict I mean, these guys were what we saw. We couldn't wait to see them on whatever night it was, Monday night, I think, on NBC. You know, we're like, we finally get to see Murdoch and Face and to make it one
0: heroes, heroes, you know.
1: They were. And to make it one step further, Mm -hmm. Tony had a freaking AT van. So you're like, dude, this is legit. Come on. We can we gotta get, you know, I can't remember what we paid, but you know, 20 bucks or whatever for us to get. Photos with them in front of the van to me was worth it because oh, you're. Yeah. I mean, when are we going to see the A team again in live legit? You know, unless we just follow them like uh groupies or something. But
0: <laughs> it, yeah, it was so once in a lifetime kind of things, at least for uh, us. uh
1: it, it does seem like that, and I mean, we you can see the excitement as it builds. It seems mm. there's such a phenomenon when we go to RetroCon. I. I keep saying that I've not gone to any other common con or anything like that. I should to give them a fair shakedown just because. But this, this is such a, um, a release, I guess, for two nearing 50 adults that still cling a little bit to our history, we call it. I call it nostalgia in that, you know, 80s was kind of the pinnacle or the most memorable time of our of our childhood. And I'm sure each generation can say the same about theirs 70s, 60s, and so forth. But that's what we enjoy on top of. We get to go see, most of the time, the people that made some kind of impression on us. Right. Like I said, we go back to Doug Stone. That was the initial. We got A-Team. Heck, we got Sergeant Slaughter a couple years ago as well. You, you had um, the guy's name escaped me, but you had the original Bumblebee voice. He was there and it's just so impressive and that that's a pale word but it's a such an a, impressive setup that tony and that whole team does to get retrocon where it is i know he takes a month i think to figure out what and when other cons are coming up so he can get the sweet spot to to do it and Like I said, it's just a phenomenal event. There are people that come from not just reasonably local. And I mean, I'm in Maryland. I drive, we drive, what, two, two and a half hours to get there. Jason comes up from Alabama. Your friend last year came from what, Montana or Wisconsin, something like that?
0: Montana. Yeah. Uh, Some guys drove in from Ohio. So yeah, it's for a uh, East Coast show there seems to be a uh, a draw from all over the country and it's been really fun over the years uh, meeting a lot of people that i talked to online and of course meeting it it's mainly a toy show for those yes. of you who've been to cons it's it's kind of in the middle it's not you know up to your level of san diego or new york or dragon con in atlanta it's not one of the local rinky dink cons that are kind of thrown together either. It's, it's a nice middle ground where you're not overwhelmed with just the hype and all that of the celebrities appearing and the panels and things like that. You get usually voice actors, but there's also just regular actors and artists and all kinds of people like we'll talk about here in a minute that, uh, that come to the show. So a very unique variety of, quote-unquote celebrities you might say but i don't really say that they're the main attraction it's still the toys it's still the vendors it's just overwhelming when you go through there and a lot of other little stuff sprinkled along the way really helps that the little contests that they do the cybertronic spree concert and just everything surrounding the weekend it just makes it so much fun so all right let's go ahead and talk about this year's show since we've uh, yeah we've kind of rambled a little bit uh, but we do invite you to go back into the rediscover the eighties podcast feed and look at some of those review shows that we have a wrap up shows from several years, the year that we we saw the a team in our very first year, still a fun listen. You can hear all the stuff that we got, all the stuff that happened, but let's talk about this year. So the show is uh, Saturday, September 24th and Sunday, September 25th. It's in Oaks, PA, at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center, I believe is what it's called. It's, I would say, it's in the middle of nowhere, but there's still plenty of uh, restaurants and things in the area to take a break and go out and you know get some food and and have a good time outside of the show. But obviously, we are there when we go. We're there pretty much all day. Yes, and uh, just it takes typically a whole day at least a whole saturday with everything else that we're doing and wanting to hit uh to go through all the vendor tables because you just want to get in there and there's the some of vendors set up real unique and there's little nooks and crannies you want to look in they've got tons of bins of dollar figures and comics whatever else that you can sink your teeth into and so if you're a digger there's definitely stuff to dig for if you just like to look back and see stuff on display and there's plenty of vendors too oh, yes. to display their stuff so well that things just pop out at you like ooh yes so the toys are still the main attraction but it's such a great show let's go through the guest list and tell you who's coming this year and you can go to retrocons with an s.com and find all this information, I would recommend you go over there. They have an RSS feed that you can grab, put in your reader, and get updates throughout the year. Of course, we're doing that on rediscoverthe80s.com as well. I try to post several times throughout the year as the guests are announced and and things come up uh, to keep you informed. But right off the bat, a legend, uh, mostly from the 60s, is uh, Mickey Dolenz from The Monkees. And that whole music group and television show, he is going to be there. Uh, not a musical appearance, just a, a guest appearance, we'll say. Mm-hmm. And they also have a monkey's mobile there. The
1: That's is awesome!
0: Glorious! It's like a Pontiac GTO, I believe, converted into this land yacht almost,
1: with a very long, long convertible top.
0: Yeah but I believe you can be able to get uh, pictures with him in front of the monkeys mobile. So that'll be an opportunity like we had with the a team in front of the the a team van.
1: Right. We got Claudia Wells. Anybody knows who she is. She played Jennifer Parker, the first Jennifer Parker in the back to the future trilogy. Mm -hmm. She's going to be there. One of those ones. I wish I could go see. (laughs) Uh, I still might sneak up there. I don't know yet, but, it's, I it would be awesome to see her. I would hope that they do something with Tony's DeLorean. Maybe oh,
0: she's right beside it from what I read. Yeah. Awesome. So, so she'll be set up right beside there so you can get her picture with that car too. That's awesome. That's, that's, that's very unique in that fashion. And she, from if you follow her online, she's very uh, ecstatic about being associated with Back to the Future. And she just loves the fans and loves to interact with them. So yeah, that'll be a fun guest. We also have a, a voice actor, Venus Turzo. She I'm not too familiar with, but uh, she was in the beast Wars uh, television show as uh, one of the characters there. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm trying to go through here real quick. She was uh, also a voice actor. She was uh, Princess Lana on Captain N and the Game Master. She was Jean Grey in the X-Men Evolution series. Uh, lots of uh, credits to her. She You can also watch her as an on-screen actor. She was in Stephen King's It from 1990, Stargate SG-1, The Dead Zone. Lots of uh, sci-fi shows, it seems like. So she will be there to be uh, signing autographs.
1: Right. Then we got another legend, Alan Oppenheimer, Oh, many man. many people could relate to who he is, probably more so as Skeletor. Or a recent review that we did, which was Primeval. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> ghost Ghostbusters! B- <laughs> love it, love it. <laughs> so I always want to do the, go up there and can you just do this line for me? Just go <laughs> rediscover the <laughs> '80s, you know, something like that.
0: yeah he's also Falcor in the never-ending story the luck Mm -hmm. dragon uh just a a voice associated with so many characters from 80s cartoons more than we can talk about in in one show but beyond he-man he was in the smurfs like you said the Filmation ghostbusters g1 transformers Brave Star, Rambo and the Force of Freedom. I mean, uh, just so many different ones. And he's still going to, I mean, he he was the old-timer in Toy Story 4. So he's still doing the voice work today. And he will only be there on Saturday. So just make that mental note. If you do want to go meet him, he'll be there on Saturday. We now uh, also have Butch Patrick, who played Eddie Munster in the Munsters. Oh, my gosh.
1: Oh, I love to Uh, see him, too. I wonder I, if
0: I, I wonder if he's gonna have the little puppet with him.
1: <laughs> I don't know. That'd be kind of funny. Or I don't know if he even has that thing. You no, know, some people do keep their nostalgia, but who knows?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he had it, but that I mean that would be fun because that's what I always associate with him, the little wolf man puppet that he See, had. I
1: forgot about the Wolfman. I the only thing <laughs> I can ever remember about him is that little tuft of hair, the triangle there on his forehead from Yeah. From that, then he played. I remember him playing a in a spot. Oh, what was it for? It was a commercial spot for, I think, insurance. Okay. Because they had, they had him and they had um, oh, Grandpa. No, Evil Can Evil would play on that spot as well oh, every now and okay. then. Okay, I can't remember now. It's a TV
0: commercial. <laughs> anyway,
1: of course he's playing himself. He had the whole nine, the whole. The, the tough, the, the fangs, and the whole nine is himself. Yeah. But yeah, I'd love to see him. And then we got Tim Clark. You probably recognize him more so from the Boglins, Sectars, which was a limited uh, short run series. But you might also remember that he's mostly associated with the Muppets puppets of Sesame Street, the Muppet Show, Fraggle Rock. Yes.
0: Um, yeah. he, tra- he created a
1: traveling matt was one of the characters
0: oh yeah from fraggle rock
1: right yeah and they say he's going to be in row one at the show so he's not going to be in the far far back like most of the the celebrities i'll call it they he's going to be up in front
0: yeah he was there last year we talked to him uh, just for a bit that's and right he that's had right. a lot of the new boglins characters there to buy that he brought with him and i'm sure he'll have a table full of them this year I have seen them at Walmart uh, just as within the last couple months. So they're out there, but uh, he usually brings the latest and greatest to the show. Next up, like uh, Wyatt mentioned earlier, returning to the show, Larry Kenny. Larry Kenny played Lion-O in the Thundercats and in the uh, subsequent series with Rankin Bass, the Silverhawks. He was the main character. Bluegrass. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Bluegrass wasn't the main character, but he was uh, in there. But he also played Jackalman in the Thundercats. Also legendary for being the voice of Count Chocula and Cocoa Puffs Sunny in those mm-hmm. commercials, and also the voice of Skittles candy for you know Taste the Rainbow all these years. So this is
1: his third time coming here.
0: Third time. Wow. Yeah. Because
1: okay. we saw him last time with the A team, and he kind of remembered me because I have that uh, Thundercat belt buckle. Oh. So I made sure to wear that that time and said, I don't know if you remember me or not, but I met you a couple of years ago. Yep. I remember you. had the belt buckle. <laughs> so, ah. Yeah. Well,
0: that's good. Yeah. And it's kind of a Thundercats reunion this it year. It
1: is because we got the voice of Chitara, Lynn Lipton. She's going to be there. She played, like I said, Chitara, Wily Cat. She also played Mandorov uh, from the Evil Chaser. Uh, well, not familiar with that.
0: That uh, was actually in Thundercats. It was, was a, a recurring character. Had like this uh, like I don't remember scooter her. I, or something. Yeah. She pops up several times throughout the series. But... Uh, Kind of a fan favorite and Wiley Kit, I should say, not Wiley Kat, but uh she yeah voiced pretty much all the female characters in the first season of the show, uh kind of like our uh Sharon Noble did with yes. uh mask doing all the female and, and uh children characters there. But yeah, this is great that they're having kind of a mini reunion. We're also gonna get Peter Newman, who played uh Tigra. And he was also in the Silver Hawks as Quicksilver. Quicksilver was the leader of but Peter also voiced Monkey and Bengali in the uh, Thundercat series and he was Wiley Cat. So him between him and uh, Chitara, they had uh, Wiley Kit and Wiley Cat, right. So yeah, that should be fun having all those three together in and, and, and a panel as well to talk about it.
1: And then we finally get a screen used again this is making me jealous i need to go up there but we're getting a screen used kit is going to be making an appearance they have night rider historians who have basically restructured polished it up uh probably even made the electronics finally work but we got a screen used kit that's going to be making an appearance uh yeah this is i mean this is classic i mean there's a lot of people out there doing replicas i follow a few fan pages some have They're up to remote control and almost GPS to run like automated kits now, finally. Uh Um, But there's a guy, I'm still waiting to see his final. outdoor. he's doing the super pursuit mode (laughs) kit. It actually functions, everything functions, but it's the primer gray. So you see him working on it as he's making it work and not work or expand and and collapse. Mm -hmm. But uh, anyway, this is one that survived the, the, the nbc studios and it's going to be there again i one of those i need to go see yeah i might leave real early and just disappear <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry <laughs> honey <laughs> well they might have some other stuff there because they're touted as the world's largest collection of knight rider props Mm-hmm. This night Rider Historians group. So that's pretty cool. This is also the kit that was featured on Jay Leno's Garage. If you've ever seen that show on YouTube. Yep. And also used in 2019 for an appearance on Good Morning America with the Hoff. So, uh, yeah, this is a, well, probably the car you want to sit in and be screen accurate, you know. Right, right. <laughs> uh, also appearing at the show is Four Horsemen Studios which is a toy company or toy sculpting company, you might say. Uh, and they're going to bring plenty of toys with them, but they're known for creating original uh, toys. And some of the ones that they've got pictured here, I'm assuming they were a part of, which one of them is the uh, Thunder Tank from the, uh, I believe that's the,
1: that's the original seven
0: i don't know if that's the original one i think that's the super seven one that they just released a while back uh it looks similar to that but they're involved with star wars masters of the universe there's uh all kinds of toys and original toys that they bring with a kind of the adult collector in mind so make sure you check out four horsemen studios
1: then we got eric the smoke Moran and we've met him just unofficially because usually when we see him, he shows up as Optimus mm-hmm. or Megatron. We've seen th- that show up and they walk in, and of all times, he pro I think he came in with I think it was both of them. He's come in to see Cybertronics Bree when they would do an impromptu visit into the yes. studio or the show rather, and I'm not certain, but there's there is something in the back of my head. When they came in as Optimus, they all actually like stood at attention or like <laughs> yes, squared up. Yes, like, they did.
0: I do almost, remember almost that. Almost did the Wayne's World We're Not Worthy type of <laughs> moment. Yeah, very cool. Uh, just impressive costume work. And he's been uh, the host of the Sci-Fi Channel series Heroes of Cosplay. And I think he's been on a couple other shows as well, uh, including AMC's Comic Book Men. So... Yeah, he's all in on these costumes. I'm sure he'll be in cosplay while he's there. And I believe he's the host of the costume contest, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. But we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, okay, and then continuing on here, Bob Budansky, I want to say his name is. Hopefully I'm not screwing that up. Or Budiansky, 20-year career at Marvel Comics. He was also... Uh, a writer for the G one transformers animated show. And uh, if memory serves me correctly, he was instrumental or or a good part of naming all the characters and doing all their bios. He's kind of like the Larry Hama of is to GI Joe. He is to transformers naming all the characters and coming up with all their bios on the toy packaging. Mm -hmm. So should make for an excellent panel. Uh, hearing kind of the origins of Transformers from Bob uh, when you're there.
1: Then we got another awesome show. They're they're connected with RetroCon. They're invited by RetroCon, but they're, they actually do a performance, a concert, across the, I'll call it the parking lot, at Arnold's, and that is Cybertronic Spree. Now, th- if you have mm-hmm. not heard our podcast before, these guys are all... Dressed up as cosplay transformers, you got Hot Rod, RC, Unicron, Soundwave, Rumble, Shockwave, Bumblebee, the Quintessence. Mm-hmm. They're all legit in this. I would think it's foam board, but that's a guess. <laughs> Their costumes are, are so awesome, though. And they perform rock music that used to be when we first started, they performed it. Most everything right out of the CD off of Transformers the movie, the original the eighties movie mm-hmm. that we remember as kids, but they keep improving upon their artistry in that they have what is it? The Cybertronic Warrior is there one of their That's original right.
0: one of their original songs. Mm-hmm.
1: There's a few other ones. They do a lot of great show tune, cartoon series stuff, and they intermingle it, and Jason yeah. can tell you that because one of his favorites is they still do to this day uh, but they'll cross stuff so the I think their clothes has been typically has been the Ghostbusters theme you know
0: they have done call, the, Ghostbusters the Ghostbusters thing Yes, so they always do
1: that every now and then they throw a wrench in the works I missed it and I wish I was there for it <laughs> I had to go do a freaking restroom break of all time but Jason <laughs> was there and they had uh, what was it Starscream like calling in to the show, <laughs> yeah, and stuff like that. Uh, but these guys are phenomenal. They are, oh yeah, they're based out of Canada, but they're all over the U.S. They have shows like crazy. So they've lost if they had day jobs, they've lost it all because they're doing all these <laughs> co- these concerts. I can only imagine what what baggage claim looks like whenever they're going through the flights. Um, <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's got to be something to explain uh, customs and all that.
1: What's this scary <laughs> head doing here? What's this horn?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But, uh, but yeah, this just... is awesome. These are guys are truly, truly amazing. Worth going to any of their concerts. We go, obviously, because we're there at RetroCon. They were here in Baltimore, and I missed it uh, just a few months ago. But awesome band. And I know yeah. Jason has his two cents there.
0: Yeah, just unique. You'll never hear a set of songs at any other concert like they do. Like you said, with the cartoon themes, and then they'll throw in rock music. They did Led Zeppelin. There's a uh, one of the Transformer songs. I can't remember which one. They kind of fade into Guns N' Roses' November Rain, and it's brilliant. So if you... Are planning to go to both days at RetroCon. I would highly recommend yeah. going uh, over to retrocons.com and picking up tickets. I think it's $20 a person this yeah. year, but it's well worth it. You're never going to see a show like this. And they just uh, earlier this year went to Kickstarter to fund their new album. And I'm sure there are going to be some songs off of that. I, I don't think it's a full cover. Album. I think it's, it's original stuff. So you right. might hear some more original stuff this year that you haven't heard in years past. So they're
1: also having a this is, I see the, uh, in the notes here, they're going to actually have a Q&A panel at RetroCon. So they're going to be sitting behind the little black, yep. cordoned off area and they're going to do some QA with the fans. One of the things I did want to note is they finally added some voices to these guys because you got typically Hot Rod and RC who are saying, speak. And interact, but no one else does. Well, last year they had Shockwave playing the drums and it was hilarious because he would talk and he busted the kick drum the very
0: first song. Oh, rumble. You mean rumble? Yeah.
1: No, no, Rumble is usually the drummer, but Shockwave was the drummer this year.
0: Oh, that's right. They did change that out. Yeah.
1: And (laughs) it was hilarious because you hear Hot Rod saying, Are we gonna be able to make it to the you know the rest of the way? He like, good, yes. (laughs) <laughs> or I can't remember exactly, but it was yeah. hilarious because it wasn't just him. The quintessence had their, ver- you know, you know, guilty or innocent. They yeah. kept doing that.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, it was a blast to hear. They finally added a voice, basically. But to it was fun to characters. have it. I think Unicorn yeah. even had a voice. Um, <laughs> but it was so fun because they they are extraordinary music artists, and then to wear all that get-up, and
0: and be able to perform yeah two years ago
1: i still remember it was like rc and hot rod didn't have their choreography right so they kept mixing in like the the mic cords and cables and the mics themselves they're back and forth almost tangling themselves up and i was waiting for you know hot rod's wing (laughs) or something or rc's little car fender whatever some from her shoulder to pop off or something um <laughs> but nonetheless these guys are phenomenal it's worth i mean it's 20 bucks so it's, it's better than price wise It's better than going to any other concert out there yeah. and you still get awesome music awesome time it is kind of crowded in that little tiny venue that they do but it's 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 worth it
0: yeah it's all your friends though singing the songs along with you so <laughs> pretty much All right, let's wrap out the guests here. Uh, Mr. Lobo is going to be there from cinema insomnia. It's a late night uh, cult TV show. Uh, He's uh, hosted the blob fest at the colonial theater for nine years. And uh, just a a lot of other he's appeared in uh, with uh, the mystery science theater, 3000 box sets and, and other things. He's even, uh, Spoofed on uh, Scooby Doo Mystery Inc. and some of those other type <laughs> shows. So he will be there, Mr. Lobo, to uh, interact with. And then uh, we've got uh, one more, like you mentioned before, that are usually lingering around the con.
1: Right, which is the Star Wars. They're the 501st Garrison Karada. But you typically see these guys wandering around. You got Darth Vader. Uh, you got the whole ensemble. There's usually someone running around with an R two D two remote control unit.
0: Uh-huh. They have
1: what? in the past had the. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what it is. It's kind of like a the airborne motorcycle gunship, little single seater. Oh yeah,
0: the, the speeder from the uh, speeder. Uh, Return yeah, Return of the Jedi that Luke and Leia when they're out in the woods there. Right. Yeah.
1: The last couple of years they've had no one allowed to sit on it, so I think it's become <laughs> fragile. Yeah, but last yeah, they year usually... they
0: had uh, they had Jabba's throne there that you could sit on, like Boba Fett. That was really fun.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. They usually have a Boba Fett there too, and these costumes are phenomenal. I mean, it looks like they just walked off the movie set. The stormtroopers and and Darth Vader, especially, very menacing. <laughs> very, uh, you know, you're walking down an aisle, staring at tables, and you look up, and there's Darth Vader staring you down.
1: Right, and they yeah. have the voice boxes choke, too. Yeah. So, and they ah. have fun with you because you got, especially stormtroopers, they'll they'll say something like, "Hey, you, get but, out of but, my way, move or, along, or, move, move along, along. something <laughs> to see here." Yeah. What are you looking at? My gun? You know, st- corny stuff they do. You know, yeah,
0: yeah it's But so it's still good.
1: fun that they interact and have, like I said, have fun with you. And then this is the professional stuff that you see. What you sometimes we we should say this, and we've said it before. You get people that dress up as cosplay walking in and out. So, you know, we have, we've seen, Bat, I think a oh, Batman or two. We've seen one of the Silverhawks walk through oh, a couple yeah. of years ago.
0: That was an impressive costume. I think he placed that year in the in the cosplay. Yeah, contest. we've seen
1: Ernest. We saw Ernest come by. Yeah, and the one <laughs> that still I think got us more excited was the Pee Wee Herman play set, the the house
0: Yo, yeah, the uh, playhouse cast. set.
1: They were phenomenal because they had a working conky as they were going by.
0: Oh, unbelievable. And,
1: so you Harley Quinn is the other girl I was thinking of that you see come by. Yeah,
0: plenty of cosplayers. Oh yeah. You see them walk around.
1: I mean we Jason and I have dressed up before when the A team came we tried to be pull off our best uh Hannibal and Murdoch. But there's other people that do the same thing. Yeah, you'll just see so many acts. We had, well, the first year we were there, we got to see uh, was it Cobra Commander on that little Cobra's thing?
0: Oh yeah, the, his throne there. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was pretty unbelievable. I, I hope the GI Joe guys are back there uh, this year. I didn't see them listed, but man, they always blow me away with their yes. costumes. And yes, a couple years ago when they had Serpenter ride in on his chariot. That was freaking amazing. So be on the lookout for cosplayers. Let's run down the schedule real quick here and uh, just uh, give them what to expect on each day. So on Saturday, pre registrations at 9 o'clock. The show opens at 10. Right off the bat at 11 o'clock is your Cybertronic Spree panel. Then at 1145, there's the RetroCon Retro T-shirt contest, which I have entered the uh, mask Slash GI Joe shirt that I did up myself. Mm-hmm. I entered in that one year, but uh hosted by the Bro Show guys, which they're always fun to hang out with. They usually do the trivia contest as right. well, which we'll tell you about. But yeah, bring in your favorite retro t-shirt. If you have your own design or something, bring it in. You can win a prize there. At 12:15, there's another panel with comic writer Bob Budiansky with the history of transformers. Throughout the day, you're going to have raffle sessions, too. We're going to tell you about the raffle prizes here in a minute. But uh, at 1.15 on Saturday, there's the costume contest, 14 and older. As uh, we mentioned, it is hosted by Eric Desmoke Moran. Uh, That's be in the panel area. We have the Venus Terzo panel at 2.15. And then Claudia Wells is going to have her own panel at 3 o'clock. And then at 3.45, probably the big one for the weekend. Yep, yep is your Thundercats reunion panel there with Larry Kenny, Lynn Lipton, and Peter Newman. So don't miss that 345 Saturday afternoon. And then we'll have more raffles throughout the day, and the show closes at 530. And then the next morning on Sunday, the show opens back up at 9 o'clock.
1: Right, with 1115, which is the karaoke contest.
0: Coming back, yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm glad I'm not the DJ for that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, the, then there's right at the simultaneously you got another retrocon trivia contest with, hosted by the bro show. Again, raffle session throughout the day begins roughly around 12 ish. 12:15, we have the kids costume contest, so 13 and under. and that is hosted again by Eric the Smoke Moran. One o'clock, we got the retrocon karaoke contest. Uh, that will be hosted by Nagi Oki.
0: Oh, yeah. We should mention at 11.15 is the karaoke contest sign up. So you yep, got to sign sorry. up. Yep. The, you got to sign up at then, 11.15. And then the actual contest is at one o'clock.
1: Right. And then moving on, you got 2.15, which is another panel. You got Mickey Delenz and Butch Patrick. That's a Q&A for an hour. About 3.15, you're going to have the next raffle session. And then four o'clock it closes. One thing we did not mention though, Saturday evening, usually about what, 7 ish 730 ish, somewhere around there, is when the Cybertronics pre concert will be. Yeah, so I think
0: it's you, the doors open at seven. I think the show starts at eight. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right.
1: So. That's something to be looking forward to if you're going, especially the Saturday. If you're going to go for the all day, go for the Cybertronic Spree, go there. Yeah. Yeah. We I, plug you, them, but you got to do whole it at least
0: once. At yes, least once.
1: Yes. It, it's worth it. They haven't done the one thing they're missing from the show, at least his last two years, is they usually have a grand entrance, not by Cybertronic Spree, but rather you got the Space Balls <laughs> guy coming through. <laughs> You know, that dark helmet, dark, yeah. the dark helmet, and that's usually fun, <laughs> you know, to see him walk through
0: Spaceballs, the retrocon display. Yeah. that's too, they have that too,
1: <laughs> and they have the big, huge Alf that's not housebroken and never for sale that greets you now. Uh, that's that's yeah, fun.
0: I, I covet that. Well, let's tell you a little bit about those raffle prizes. Uh, I'm trying to see if they list. What the cost is for the raffle tickets? I can't remember. I usually throw five or ten bucks at them. Same here. Just because some of these prizes are pretty darn cool. Uh, headlining them is the Transformers Black Zarak, which is one I don't <laughs> recognize. It looks like it's some scorpion when it transforms, but it looks pretty big and glorious, and right. probably one of those exclusives, maybe a Hasbro Pulse thing or something where uh limited quantities and they always go out with the all out with these uh prizes so that looks pretty glorious
1: then next we got the NECA Usagi
0: Ujimbo yeah which is a
1: (laughs) Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles but he's it looks like he's a ninja rabbit of some sort yeah I'm not familiar with the latest of all maybe this was something back in the 80s because it has the old 80s on the box yeah
0: he was uh He was like a recurring character on the show. I can't remember how many episodes he had, but he's got his own uh, comic book series now. Pretty long uh, as far as how many issues have been published. I'm not up to date on it, but pretty popular character. And uh, they'll have that NECA figure there in the contest here, the raffle contest. Next up is a Zartan figure from Hasbro PulseCon. So, like an exclusive there with plenty of uh, facial masks and heads you can put on him to make him into some other. I see like Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow and yeah. some other random masks that you can make Zartan. Looks pretty, pretty glorious.
1: Then you got a Boba Fett carded figure set. And in there you have basically, it looks like varieties of Boba Fett. Yeah from the Jedi, return of the jedis the star wars droids the mandalorian and then the empire strike back uh, so that's i mean i'm not as much of a star wars fan but i know jason would be already like, yeah drooling for that
0: and i'm not sure the where these are coming from they're branded with kenner but i i think it's you know the newer figures obviously with the mandalorian it's got to be but um And, you know, the older figures on card would be worth Mm -hmm. a whole lot of money. But these are new ones. It must be some kind of figure set uh, that they put together either just for this or, I don't know, maybe they've released something like this. I'm not very familiar with that. Up next, a Miss Pac-Man one-quarter scale arcade game. This looks pretty glorious. All that light blue and pink paint on the side, the graphics that you would... No, uh, if you walked up to a Miss Pac-Man machine right now and it's fully playable, just at that quarter scale, looks pretty glorious.
1: Then we got a what looks like a Gremlins Two: The New Batch. It's a Mattel Creations Monster High Greta doll. Yes. So it looks like it's a female version of the Gremlins.
0: Yeah, so Greta was one of the Gremlins from Gremlins Two. Never you know, saw it. The the girl you've never seen Gremlins Two. Okay. No. she was like the girl gremlin in there and then they have these monster high dolls out now so it's kind of a crossover thing with monster high that they made a greta gremlin and a little gizmo that comes with her too so that's pretty fun next you have a neca san diego comic-con dungeons and dragons the lost wave set so this is a comic-con exclusive set i'm not very familiar or, or even claim to be familiar with Dungeons and Dragons and all the characters, but uh, if it's a San Diego Comic Con exclusive, then this is uh, this is going to be top notch.
1: Yeah, and then you got a Mattel Creations Wondar, who is the Savage He Man. So it was it looks pretty pretty cool, especially that he has uh, his version of the what the He Man. I can't remember his name. The cat. The, yeah, it's actually a little little tiger cat there <laughs> in the picture
0: yeah this i'm trying to remember if this was it, it was like an exclusive thing or a, yes this is not one you'll find in stores type of deal um the next set is really cool i have not seen this before but uh, donated by NECA is the premonition to a pre-mutation figure set from the teenage mutant ninja turtles and this is baxter stockman with three of the mutated characters before they became themselves. So like splinter while he's still a human. And then you got bebop and rocksteady Mm -hmm. as their human forms. So you get to see them. There's plenty. It looks like plenty of uh, hands and posable things, uh, accessories that come along with this set. And it's fun to see these characters kind of in their human form before they were mutated, you know?
1: Right. That's awesome.
0: Finally. Oh my God. Finally,
1: this is another thing uh we'd love to be getting and that's a lego delorean time machine set and i don't think it lights up but it's pretty darn cool (laughs) nonetheless
0: yeah and i think this is the larger version they did a smaller one trying to read how many pieces is on this does it say
1: 1872 pieces
0: wow so this is a very large yeah uh, lego set because the one that i have is a smaller scale only had like maybe 400 or 500 pieces, so pretty glorious back in the future DeLorean Lego set. So that's your raffle prizes, there. Yeah, so that's it. Um, I think we've pretty much covered the whole show. And like I said, if you need any more information, retrocons.com is the place to go. And of course, they have a Facebook page, an event page that they will post all kinds of uh. Details about the show, instructions, that kind of thing. And also just post some fun stuff over there throughout the year. So look up uh, RetroCon on Facebook. And, uh, of course, they're on some of the other socials as well, like Twitter, Instagram. Uh, And then, yeah, go over there and just click through some of these pages up top that we were talking about and check out the raffle prizes and the, the guest list and the show schedule. Keep that on hand. And if you want to go and buy weekend passes you can do that right from the the website as well get a little bit of a discount versus just paying cash at the door each day buy mm-hmm. your weekend pass and they're also giving you a freebie this year i want to say it is a uh like a commemorative button or pin marking 10 years yeah it's a pin or magnet it says but it's their 10 year anniversary this year so you get a little pin in the door when you get those uh weekend passes which are 28 great deal to visit both days i'm telling you this show is so worth it i mean i've never gone to RetroCon con and felt like yeah i don't know that was kind of expensive and i don't want to go back next year i mean you're just all in on this show oh yeah and uh, i do try to bank a little money throughout the year when i am planning to go just so i can get some of the stuff that i see and want <laughs> and want But uh, you can't break the bank while you're there as well. But yeah, just a a really fun show. So glad to be uh, associated with them and covering them for, gosh, uh, seven years now. And uh, look forward to getting back next year, hopefully, and covering the show again. But wanted to jump on and do just a quick little preview of the show. And this has turned into a long preview of the show, but oh well. (laughs) Hopefully you've been hyped to go and check out RetroCon for yourself. If you haven't,
1: right? This, like I said, you know, you can tell the excitement. We, we thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy this convention. It's worth. As someone thinks it's worth coming here. I mean, you got people from Montana, Alabama, Ohio, Maryland, myself, people in New Jersey. There are are a slew people that hold this event in high regard. Again, I like Jason hold this in such a high regard. What that crew does is phenomenal to pull this off with not only the vendors, but especially the the actors or the voice actors that come in. And then mm-hmm. to have it be such a tremendous event. They get their own concert crew, the Cybertronic Spree come in. They get the fans are so interested that some you know pull out like I say they come in with cosplay you see people bringing their kids there Jason you brought your yep. oldest there last year and it
0: <laughs> we had a great time
1: it was it was such an awesome time you get to meet people that you may have never met physically but virtually through podcasts like mostly Jason and I'll tell you what, it it's a phenomenal event again September 24th and 25th it's worth, if you're if you're even curious, it's worth your your time. And, and whether it's one day or two days, it's it's worth the visit.
0: Absolutely. Okay, well, I guess we'll sign off for now. Thank you, everybody, for uh, listening and invite you to go find uh, RetroCons.com. Also connect with uh, RetroCon on social media in various places. And, uh, of course, Rediscover the 80s is out there for you as well, RD80s. Uh, on Twitter and uh, rediscover the 80s, pretty much everywhere else. And, and why it is infamous WB on Twitter. We're on Twitter probably the most, at least I am, uh, if you need to connect with us. But yes. uh, thanks so much for listening. And we hope to, well, I was going to say, we hope to see you there. We won't be there this year, but uh, if you are going, please let us know and uh, send us some pictures. We'll happily share those on social media as well. And uh, fingers crossed, we'll get back. Uh, next year but anyway thanks you guys for listening we'll catch you next time on the rediscover the 80s podcast
1: see you guys